Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I am Officer Kevin. Hey. What's going on, man? I'm Officer Grant. I'm very hungover today. Really? I'm in a lot of, like, mental anguish right now. More than usual? No, of course not. I don't, I don't see what the problem is then. Well, yeah, you can't go lower than rock bottom. Right. So, yeah. And that's where you thrive. Exactly. I do better at rock bottom than most people do at uh, the opposite. Right. Yeah. Whatever that is, I have no idea either. But let's give a thank you to our guest from last week, Berries and Cream. <laughs> thank you for that, for coming on our show. And let's give it up. For a returning champion to the program, I'm talking about Lorez Wonderbread. How's it going, Lorez? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me back on a, a second time, two times in one year now. That's right. You had to be early in 2020, right? I think it was January, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was still complaining, I remember on the, the last episode, that not enough people were taking Joker seriously. I was very bitter about people not taking <laughs> Joker seriously. So, good to be back. I feel like so much has happened since Joker. Man, so much has happened since a week ago. Right. I just, it, it's, it's like time has been wearing on me. The you concept know, of it. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day because, you know, the older you get, the faster it seems like time is going by. And right. I saw a picture from a year ago from like a Thanksgiving gathering I went to a year ago. And I'm like, that feels like three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in some weird way, I am thankful that time isn't like falling through my fingers like usual. But right. at the same time, like, what am I doing with it? Yeah. I am trying my damnedest out here, I'll tell you that much. Uh, speaking of that, Lorez, you have been uh, working hard at it, too, in the last year. You know, we wanted to sneak in one more time in 2020. And you got a YouTube channel. You've been working on a movie. If you could just tell us all about that good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really been using my YouTube at all. It's been very dead, very stuck mm. at like 7,000 subscribers. I don't think I'm going to escape that. I think I'm I think I'm washed up. I think I'm over as far as that goes. But this movie I'm very excited about. <laughs> Maybe that'll turn things around. Um, we've Bigger been doing better this. things. Yes, yes. That's the, that's the idea anyway. We've been working on this movie, my, my team and I, since about March uh, called Mass State Lottery. And we hope to have it done, hopefully, within the next couple of months so we can shop at the festivals. Awesome. And uh, that's that's going to be a lot of fun once I can start rolling out some more information about that and some video footage, which should be very soon. Probably this next month, I'm going to drop a teaser. Well, that'd be sick. Can't wait to see that. We'll definitely have to uh, talk more about that as that develops. But um, Yeah, I saw a bunch of uh, like photos of you shooting it, um, I think maybe on Instagram or one of the websites. Doesn't matter. They're all the yeah. same at this point. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I mean, we released some like just random photos from, from the set because we, we flew in, uh, everybody from like California to Costa Rica into Massachusetts to work on this thing. It's just a little crew of people doing, uh, very DIY filmmaking. And it's been picking up on and off since March. Obviously, things have been weird because of coronavirus. Very difficult to get actors out, uh, for a period of time because of that. So yeah. it just kind of stalled the process, but. Uh, Grant, I want to talk about your acting debut. I saw you in Be Nice to Me Productions. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I've been having that a hard time <laughs> pitching, like, friends and family to watch that because basically I look like a like a stripper and it looks like I'm, <laughs> like, in a porn. And it's very, 
I mean, I, I love the role that I was in and I love his videos very much so. And that's one that like he kept tagging me in like Instagram posts and shit like that. And it's like, I don't know if I want to share this. Like I want people to watch it, but I don't want to share this image of me shirtless wearing a tie. Dude, you're ripped. You're ripped. If, <laughs> look, yeah, if, I, if I look like that, I'd be shirtless in all my videos. Are you kidding me? <laughs> It's I, I'm I'm just not very uh, believe it or not I have a very small tiny ego large body tiny uh, ego. It reminded me of um, I don't know if you've seen a Clockwork Orange. There's there's a guy there's this actor I forget his name who actually plays Darth Vader in the Star Wars movies. He's a big right. ripped bodybuilder type guy uh-huh. who's just escorting the the little wheelchair man who had his life ruined, who had his his wife like raped and killed or whatever earlier in right. the film by Alex Delarge. Mm-hmm. Kind of re- reminded me of that character just hanging out in the background. Being I haven't muscle. seen that movie in a long time, so I don't exactly remember. And that's a great association to kind of you know yeah. continue on to say, yeah, everybody watch me and shirtless and look like that guy who. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you remember that yeah. w- one scene in Clockwork Orange? You know, Darth Vader. <laughs> not not yeah. James Earl Jones, but the guy yeah. in the suit. The Darth Vader who raped the guy in that movie. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, what, what are we talking about? Well, Lover, I said, if you can maybe fit Grant in a scene, like in the background, oh, if you yeah. got a, you got any like B-roll, you want to fit a guy walking around shirtless with a pink yeah, tie yeah. and hat? I, I'll have to think about that. I mean, it's a Christmas movie. It takes place in December, so it'd be pretty cold, I, I, I would assume, if we just had well, a shirtless man roaming funny, the streets. Funny you mention it, because uh, that's actually... My that's uh, my thing more or less is that I don't wear very many clothes during the winter time. So Grant, it's, be, it's an issue of contention on this show. You have been you've gone on record many times because uh, yes. we live here in Chicago. Uh, it gets very cold in the winter. The windy city, they call it that's because true. of the wind. Yes, and the uh, the blowhard politicians <laughs> yeah. love to correct people on that fun fact. Right, as it's windy, like I oh, l- is this what they call it, the windy city? No, it's actually because of politicians. Oh, that's not I love I love correcting people. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it gets cold here. Grant loves to wear his uh, his shorts outside in the winter. Yeah, it's comfy. And as you say, you were already at rock bottom. Why not just go fucking shirtless, shirtless and shorts? I do feel weird running outside in like a tank top when yeah. it's like twenty. Anyway, so low res. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one one uh, one thing about your YouTube channel that because uh, I remember last time we had you on and we we're just sort of like uh, I don't know how much Kevin had seen of your content, but I just sort of like flipped through a couple videos and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. And then later on, I do like sort of a deep dive, but uh, I've really been enjoying uh, comfort systems, if that's how how you pronounce it. Um, oh, I don't know if you, you want to sort of talk about that at all in the the weird sure. uh yeah i can't finish that <laughs> your oeuvre I'm, I'm fog yeah you really trailed off there i thought there was gonna be a lot more but <laughs> no uh, no comfort systems is uh is basically like a, a series of short films and, and sketches that uh my group and i have done in the past we have i think like eight episodes out on youtube there's one on uh patreon.com slash laura is it's hidden uh only for you know paywall people and we shot most of that last year. We did one summertime special this year. And I, I don't know if we're going to be picking that particular thing back up in 2021, mm-hmm. but there will be more stuff that is like that, uh, probably with a rotating assortment of faces involved. I don't know. People got different priorities going on. People got right. have, have different things uh, that they're occupied with. I mean, my crew is all remote at this point. It's five guys living in five different states. And that was not the case before. It used to be three of us in Massachusetts. But I moved to New York at the start of the year. So that kind of threw a wrench in things. Also, New York, I, I picked the absolute worst time <laughs> in the world to move to New York. Are you still out so, there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm living in, uh, in New York City. And um, I don't know for how long between the lockdowns and, and everything else that's been going on. I mean, my rent is a lot cheaper. So that's the, the one upside of that you know, is all good. the disaster that's happening. So uh, I have been able to financially profit off of other people's misery. And that's the goal. That's the, uh, that's the dream, isn't that's it? That's capitalism, baby. That's, w- that's what we're yeah. here for. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, yeah, let's move on a little bit of uh, show news of our own. We got um we got some stuff on sale right now in the shop. We talked about it last time. I think right. by the time this episode comes out, 
You know what? Fuck it. I was speaking gonna, of capitalism. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna have the uh, discount code for like just the long weekend, but I'll probably just extend it for another week. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you're listening, head on over to Teespring.com/stores/thoughtcops. We got all kinds of stuff on there. Use promo code Thought Twenty Two Zero, and everything's twenty percent off in your cart. The if when you check out. I was surprised you you sent me a screenshot of like the uh, the people that have bought merch so far, and some somebody finally bought the Bernie shirt. I noticed his, that. Yeah, his campaign is rock bottom, much like me. Uh, and who would buy that? And also, it's a reference to the anime <laughs> Ultimate Muscle, which barely anybody remembers, right? If at all, and and a specific reference in that show that no, I guarantee you, nobody remembers. Yeah. I well, so thank you for your uh, contribution. Yes, thank you. And that money goes to supporting the show, so that's a huge help for us. So if you want to yeah. buy a weird esoteric t-shirt... That makes no sense. <laughs> head on over there. We got we got plenty of great artwork, too, from yeah, uh, Inkusan, yeah. Brandon Kirkman, uh, all, all the greats, basically. So yeah, that uh, that goes to us. And like I said, use uh, when you check out, use promo code THOUGHT20. You get 20% off your whole order. T-H-O-U-G-H-T? That's right. Okay, good. I've heard all your all your gear, all your merch is made of the finest silks. It is. Is, is this true? Yeah. Okay. The finest silks. It's all uh it's all American made. Uh made by strong American union workers. Just shrugging my shoulders over here, just, maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> Probably not. They're all like gildan shirts. No, they're not that bad. We don't know, but I, I do I own some of my own merchandise and I can say that I probably wear it myself. Yeah. I do there with pride. Go. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we also got a twitch.tv slash thoughtcops. We've been using that a whole bunch. Uh, we're streaming some... Um, God, what did I stream this week? Oh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Right. Uh, that was a lot of fun. People were hopping in the chat and uh, teaching me different tricks to do who just were looking up Tony Hawk streams. And we had a good time for... Oh, that's always cool. Stream for like three hours. Play yeah. that, you know? I like when it's like different people that we usually don't interact with that just sort of pop in and they're like, hey... What's going on? Yeah. It's like, whoa, who who the fuck are you? You're not one of our four people that usually watch this. And God bless those four. Right. Uh, but that's anyway, been, yeah. uh, go ahead, Lois. I, I was just going to say, that, that's been a new experience for me lately. I've been trying out Twitch for the first time. I've probably been more on Twitch than I've been on YouTube lately. But I have, I'm, I'm working an old machine. So if I, I'm on a 2013 MacBook, if I open my Finder window when I'm streaming, everything just freezes. Everything mm. starts getting crackly. It's terrible. But uh, it, it's, very, uh, it's very enjoyable to do these live streams. Yeah, yeah. I, I love doing them. I know, Grant, you just geared up hardcore over here. So, yeah, we've been streaming. I yeah. mean, typically the schedule we've been doing is uh, Sunday nights and Wednesday nights, uh, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then sometimes just random pop And Yeah, honestly, and we've been doing like almost every day recently. Yeah. So, I mean, head on over there, give us a follow. And if you got Twitch Prime or you want to throw us a few bucks, uh, subscribe. Again, helps us out. It helps us move more towards doing this uh quote unquote for real yeah <laughs> yeah any any little bit helps uh, especially yeah. fucking lately i mean if if you're working a, a normal job during this pandemic like you you know you know like there when we when uh where i'm working when we came back after the pandemic they gave us all pay cuts and now they're gonna do it again in january and how like oh, how no. the, our dollar per hour amount hinges on how many hours we service patreon.com slash thought <laughs> please for the love of god <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like you show up to work more uh you get paid more money it's like but i could die well like how do you how do you do this to me i could just be at home playing video games and somebody could throw me like three dollars that'd exactly. be nice that'd be cool anyway uh tell your friends about thought cops yeah but let's move right along to a very famous very favorite segment of the show of course grant i am talking of uh two minutes of hate thanks for keeping me updated that's right i didn't know which part we were gonna do well of course we blanket punish all that annoying random crap hola that we see on the internet every single week because Lord knows we're addicted to our phones and our computer screens in these trying times because I can't get enough of feeling horrible. I don't know about I, you guys. I love it. Yeah. I, I was walking around depressed the other day and I was like, man, I love this feeling. I was hey. like, this is like a drug. It's like, what do I do now? Probably open Twitter. 
See it what, doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. See what's uh hey That's I, the great thing. It's freeing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, this website is free. Don't you love when people say that? It's yeah. so it's so funny. It's good. Um I actually Grant, I think we might have a couple of two minutes of hate this week that are similar. So uh Shoot. maybe we should go back to back and let Lovaras go after that because I'll I'll start off by saying Sure, yeah. Sure. You know, th- Thanksgiving was this week. Um right. if you're listening to this next week, it was last week. <laughs> Do the math. Uh, so there has that been. That was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. There has been this, uh, d- you know, this discourse, as it were, around Thanksgiving food. Right. And listen, I, I have my own opinions on Thanksgiving food. Uh, it can be good. It can also be very fucking bland. Right. But there has been this thing because, uh, you know, growing up, it's always like Thanksgiving is like, well, it's all about, you know, eating a lot of food, getting full. Yeah. All that kind of good stuff. Seeing family. Fighting but, with family members, getting sworn at. Somebody throws a Bible out of anger. And more importantly, eating food. Right. And, uh, mm. you know, like I said, it, it, I, I, I've been to some bad ones. I've been to some good ones. But I never really heard anyone criticize Thanksgiving food. It was always just like, oh, it's good. It's, it's the, you know, it's, it's a, a holiday about food. How could it be wrong? And now there's this thing online where people are making, I feel like they're basing their personalities in the last month off of like disliking Thanksgiving food. Right. It's very overrated, oh, yeah. which just like it's overrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. Who's rating like the holidays <laughs> of food? I mean, number one, Halloween, obviously, candy. Right. Number two, Christmas ham. Uh, number seven, Thanksgiving. <laughs> I feel like Thanksgiving 15. feels perfectly rated to me. I don't think anyone's ever, like, overly enthused about it, but nobody's ever bashing it either. It's right well, in the middle. I, I, I've, I've I just, guess up until now, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, an, yeah. Uh, honestly, mostly nothing but praise throughout, um, you know, my observation of the holiday, as it were. Mm-hmm. But I, I do see this thing where it's like people are posting on Twitter like they're like they just figured this out. They're the first one to have this brilliant thought to say, <sighs> Turkey is dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it can be. <laughs> <laughs> I love the vigor with which you said that. You're like, sure, but yeah. sometimes maybe also though no. Yes. <laughs> Gravy much? <laughs> I mean uh, I'm not I'm not a fan of gravy personally. I it, will go it on really is. And say that. Maybe no one's termed this yet but i'll i'll be the first to uh coin this is uh there's a certain uh hot take culture on twitter that i feel is very toxic you don't say yeah hot take hot take culture hmm. it's worse than cancel culture and it's this idea and it was even i saw something similar which is like almost a side point but people arguing you know it's like the same thing of like oh die hard is actually a christmas uh, movie because yeah. uh that's so tired uh, and it's always like yeah. it's always like it's not even just a christmas movie but it's always their favorite christmas movie because like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't have like baby stuff in it like santa claus it's got right. like guns and stuff but it's like people were like talking about how the original spider-man is a thanksgiving movie because they eat thanksgiving dinner in it in one scene oh my god I'm so lucky. I feel very grateful that I haven't run into any of these awful takes. My head would probably uh, suffer brain aneurysm if I if I did. You right. see, it's never too late to be grateful for something. Right. Uh, I mean, always yeah. give thanks. But it's like seeking this shit out to a certain extent. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, regardless, it's just like you said, hot take culture. And this is specifically around Thanksgiving. And I'll, I'll narrow it down to Thanksgiving food. Um, you know, you're going to complain about it. Go somewhere else. Just like I don't I, know. I got the, punishment. You know? I got the day off work, and I get to do nothing but like drink excessively. Yeah. I I don't care. It's it's food. Shut up. I, like, I don't care about any of your opinions regarding anything. Thanksgiving Silence. is one of those wonderful times of the year. One of those few days of the year where it's socially acceptable to day drink. Right. So you know what? Live it up. Yeah. Crack open a shower beer and shut the fuck yeah. up. Maybe that turkey won't be so dry if you eat it in the shower with your beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but Grant, I saw you have a Thanksgiving-related two minutes of hate. Yeah. Um, Just to, how timely. This could have been great last week. There's a new front on the culture war. Um, or there's a there's a new war. Well, there's both. There's a battle in there's, the war. There's a war on Thanksgiving. Have you seen oh this? Have God. you heard this? <laughs> I Low am. Res, are, you, are you familiar with the, the, the war on Thanksgiving? This is brand new to me. I'm I'm glad I can be alerted of this. What's going on? 
I'm I'm so sorry to involve you like this, but uh, people are so there's the whole the lockdown things and like nobody's happy with it. But I think a lot of people are just sort of begrudgingly like, you know, like, yeah, you got to do it. This is ruining my life. I'm I'm depressed as all fuck. Uh, but like, I also don't want to catch a deadly virus and die. So I'll, I'll stay at home, whatever. And I guess that there's, you know, there's that level of reluctance, but acceptance and, and it's, it's extended itself to Thanksgiving, which like Kevin said, like it, this is something I haven't heard until this very year. And I don't think anybody gave a shit about it up until this year and it's concurrent with the lockdowns and i think that it has everything to do with the lockdowns but it it's mostly like so a lot of health and medical experts are saying hey there's this deadly virus please don't congregate large groups together like maybe do a zoom call don't go home for your to see your family which for for god's sake if you're in a zoom call don't masturbate huh Ebola, you say? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you didn't specify which deadly virus we're talking oh, about. Yeah. There's uh, many deadly viruses. I'm concerned. The, the, I'm sweating. The COVID, right the COVID nineteen. Oh Jesus! Um, we're, do, yeah. we're still doing bird flu, or uh, is that over? That's uh, that's canceled, mm. fella. Um, and so, so people are like, don't don't congregate large groups together. Uh, and then other people are like, they're waging war on Thanksgiving. To the point where, I mean, this is maybe one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Um, Ted Cruz tweeted out this photo of it's a picture of a a turkey and it's a flag and there's a star over the turkey and it says, come and take it. Which is like, like guns, like come, come take it, come take my guns, come take my turkey. Is that an invitation (laughs) to his family dinner? I guess Come and I have mean, a slice. I don't like the guy too much, but I, I'll I'll break bread with him. Okay, I don't care. So and then Ted Cruz t- like retweeted his picture of the "Come and Take It" turkey, and he says, "Twitter leftists are losing their minds that we're not willing to give up Thanksgiving. Wait till they find out we won't give up Christmas either." So it's like war right, on but- Christmas, war on Thanksgiving. Yeah. We get we get to relive. 2008 again just for forever i guess it's just never going away i like i thought that it was a joke and it's a funny joke come and take it like a turkey it's funny he could have just went with yeah it's, it's a joke gobble gobble happy thanksgiving everyone but he's deadly serious and i'm very exhausted by it well this this is a big aoc position right is getting rid of thanksgiving for good really i didn't know that um, I don't, is that what he's talking about though? Or is he just referring to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I might've dreamt that. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't matter, man. Just none of this. Um, so what's, yeah, a, what, are we, are, are, it's a punishment. We do, we break bread with him as he's intending for us. Here's, here's, I, I think that this is a good. And have some stuffing. My wife made it. I think that this is a good punishment, and this might fix all of the problems of all of the wars on all of the holidays, which is just uh, all of the holidays, we just change the name of all of them to just a holiday. Like, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's holiday. What, what do you eat? What do you do? What do you, what do you celebrate? Doesn't matter. It's up you to know, you. You know, the original war on Christmas was waged by Jack Skellington. <laughs> Remember, he took a little trip to Christmas Town and did things a little different. Right. They didn't like it so much. And guess what? They're trying to make Christmas goth again. You believe this? You know, goth Christmas, um, uh, femboy Thanksgiving. I'm all in for all of it. It, it doesn't matter. Like the girl whole, Easter. It's like the, the Christopher Columbus Day um, celebration thing. It's just like, oh, some people are like, we shouldn't do that. And some people are like, we should. And I'm standing over here being like, just please give me the day off work and let me stay home and day drink. Yeah. That's all that I want, man. Just fucking leave me alone. I don't care if they cancel what I just give me the day off work. That's my punishment. Like, call it whatever the fuck you want. I just don't let care me drink a beer it. in the shower. I'm begging you. Yeah, please come. Come and take it. And it's me holding a beer. There we go. Come and take a shower. <laughs> uh Loris, what's your two minutes of hate this week doesn't have to be thanksgiving related it doesn't have to be as timely as a holiday that's already passed 
Uh, well, right now I'm I'm very uh, furious. Somebody somebody on Reddit screen capped a couple of tweets I made and uh, has mobilized some hatred against me on the the Criterion Collection form. Now oh, I put no. out a couple of tweets maybe about a week ago. I don't know. Um, I have them here. I'll just I'll just read these because this, this is my personal opinion on the the streaming platforms. We're taking in more streaming content now than ever because of the lockdowns and. All yeah, that, and right. I, you, you know, uh, people aren't making the same money they used to. So you're really going to be strategic with your dollar, um, right? <clears throat> so I just checked out HBO Max recently. They got Turner Classic Movies. So I wrote on Twitter: there is no reason to own the Criterion Channel app if you have access to HBO Max and Turner Classic Movies. They have a significant portion of the films in the Criterion Collection that are worth watching. Some of which are no longer on that app, and without six panels of bullshit to wait through every time you log in, because. I don't know if you guys are big on these boutique distributor films at all, like I am, because I'm a terrible nerd as far as all oh yeah, here and there. Go. Uh, if you check out the Criterion Channel app, they have acquired a lot of films nobody has heard about, and also low quality. So we're not talking about like good uh, uh, uncovered gems here. We're talking about really boring, terrible films that are amateurly made, and right. they've stocked the the streaming platform with that. You check out HBO Max and Turn Classic. Great selection. Great selection. One time I'll probably advocate for, for a big corporation over a slightly smaller corporation. Or actually really significantly smaller. Anyway, this really pissed a lot of people off on that Criterion Reddit. So, um, Man, Criterion just, people are kind of fucking crazy. I, I feel like I, I hear yeah. nothing but this. Where it's like, that's all you had to say to get a, a canceled, basically, was use an <laughs> HBO streaming platform? Yeah. It's, it's uh, it, you know, it's probably the, the best... Uh, cancellation one could get really is that and not like uh you know some molestation or racism or, or what have yeah, you i'll right. take it um but i just i just found this very funny this is a, a real problem uh is people turning the whole criterion that big c into a personality thinking you know things about film just because you own what like lena dunham's tiny furniture on blu-ray good job okay great <laughs> i feel like i only know what the criterion collection is because of your tweets on it like <laughs> i i had no idea what it what it was and you just kept tweeting and i'm like i should look this up <laughs> this sounds like a thing that i feel like i need to know something about but do you want to be this type of guy no i don't want i don't want to be right. any type it, of it, it's just a reason to like big shot people with film knowledge you know to feel like a snob essentially um Right. They haven't been very good for a while anyway. Very poor choice of fonts on those Criterion covers, I'll tell you. Mm. Huh. You got to get the one with the big C on it, Grant. That's how you know you're a <laughs> aficionado. Right. So what, what's come of this, Lorez? Is, is, uh, is war still being waged? I, 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 to be honest with you, I, I kind of like, I guess I slipped through it. I only found out like four <laughs> days after the fact, so it disappeared. So I was just like, oh, wow, everybody was raging against me for two whole days. Um, yeah, it seems to be over, but you know, it's not over in my head. Well, <laughs> one thing that, um, I learned from, I, I watched this, uh, this YouTube channel that's, uh, fuck, what's it called? Spider-Man and Elsa. It's Spider-Man and Elsa. And, uh, sometimes they, uh, they fuck, but they fuck like through the clothing, which is confusing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, Still no, sexy, uh, there's this one, it, there's this one channel called Infinite Elgin Tensity. And uh, it's it's like a workout channel, but all it is is people doing like gym fails type stuff. And uh, there's a point to all this. Uh, it, and it, the, the the guy who does the channel has a very like monotonous voice, and he he talks like this, and he says, uh, "Oh, you did zero reps. You're you're a fucking idiot." And he got canceled by CrossFit. Like uh, CrossFit was like, "Hey, stop making fun of our videos." And uh they they like copyright striked him and all this and it's just like what what do you have to lose from getting canceled by crossfit like nothing really so like after all this happened he like blew up as a result of it and uh he's like you know what what you have to do in order to gain a large following on any platform whether it's youtube or twitter is pick a fight with someone that's like really big but that you picking a fight with them is completely inconsequential so my advice to you which is the advice that i got from him is uh low res you need to lean into this and uh get canceled harder and then you'll get those hate followers but then you'll get more followers and then you'll have a, a bigger platform you know 
Mm. Yeah, gonna okay, be so what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look some of these people up and, uh, and find their addresses <laughs> and uh, put those on Twitter and just incite violence on these people. I think I'll, I think that's a great idea. Thank you. <laughs> that's exactly right. And exactly, then they're gonna, they're gonna yeah. be like Criterion Who? I'm all about comfort zone now because this guy <laughs> yeah. sent people to my house and my job and everything like that. Exactly. exactly. No, but I'm saying yeah, just keep picking a fight with the Criterion Channel and uh, just see what comes of it because. If if you uh, if you trended on this one subreddit once, people are looking out for what you're saying. So so keep doing it because they're going to keep picking it up. They're going to keep fucking retweeting you. It's why are be we, good. Why are we not doing this, Grant? I I haven't found a good enough enemy. I mean, like Movie Bob. I fucked around with Movie Bob. Everybody for a hates Bob. him. Everybody loves Movie Bob. Oh, <laughs> Movie Bob's over. Have you? Everybody has seen this by now. But the Lindsay Ellis tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we went over that excessively. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's always got something every week or every, right. every day. I think he'll be I mean, back. Yeah. Oh, he's he's uncancelable. Yeah. Unstoppable. Truly, truly invincible man. I mean, if you were as big as him. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. Right. So, you know what? Let's talk movies here. You know, we're on the subject of, uh, you know, Oof. films and uh, critique and the Criterion Collection. Did you guys see the trailer for uh, uh, the teaser for Clifford the Big Red Dog? Yes. I have not seen it. I've only seen the Clifford design. And uh, yeah. it's, it's cool. <laughs> I, I saw it, too. And my, my reaction actually kind of surprised me because I, I do think that, you know, there is this mentality that oh this is for kids you shouldn't criticize it and, and you know it's like the sonic movie where it's like oh grow up you know whatever but it's like i i tend to be of the belief that nothing is beyond criticism but then i saw wow, this look at mr hot take over here <laughs> tugs collar oh uh, no but I, I i saw this and i i was like why are we who cares like this is like the first I time i had yeah, maybe i'm yeah. just it's just the tendency to pick everything apart you know yeah, and it was like, I mean, yeah, it's like lazy, and they just like changed the color correction on the dog to look red, and like they just changed it. Looks, the- it looks very bad. It, it does not look good. <laughs> like, I mean, it is kind of funny in a way, in a way that it's probably not right. supposed to be, but I would, yeah. would you prefer it's a giant CGI dog? Do you, are, I, are, I just, I don't care. Exactly. It basically, it. it's like it's laughable to some extent, but at the same time, it is just. I don't know, man. Like, it just feels like, oh, I don't know. We really going to rip this apart? Like, it, it could be worse. Let's be honest. It could be a lot worse. Yeah. The, uh, so the teaser is like 10 seconds long and it's basically just the, uh, just the dog design. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't seen it, it, it like doesn't matter because that's really all that you get from it. But it, it, it's also sort like, I don't know if it, it's like a, a, Clifford is a large puppy, and I, I don't know if he turns into a bigger dog at some point, but the whole concept of, like, he at some point, he's supposed to be a fully grown dog, yeah. and they two, showed two just a very large puppy, and he's the color correction is very weird looking. Question one, how big will he get? Right. Question two, how big was the pussy he came out of? Was it a normal size dog's pussy, or so. did he just get that big real no, quick? No, I think I think he's just a normal dog that grew too big. Mm. I think is the story. Yeah, I'm not up to date on the Clifford lore, but uh, when I was Same. a child, I, I think there were some books where he was a puppy, and he was mm-hmm. a pretty big puppy, and then he was like a regular dog for for the majority of it. And I think that uh, there was a cartoon or whatever that was voiced by John Ritter. Who is uh, dead now? He died on the set of Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter. He died at age fifty. He died on the set of that show. He died on September eleventh, two thousand three, I believe. I I remember that he died. I didn't know that he died yeah. on the set. Yes, on September eleventh, two thousand three, on the set of Eight Simple Rules for dating my teenage daughter, John Ritter. Wow, it's like I I remember taking that show in purely through like sitting in a doctor's office. It was one of those Eight shows I always. No, <laughs> if they got it on for the kids, you know. No, it was like Clifford was always on the doctor's office, like that, and like right. Arthur is like those shows. I those were like only, PBS shows. Yeah, only saw them when I was like really sick, so I had that association with it. So, uh, you know, again, this is not something I will seek out personally. 
Um, I, 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 at least it doesn't look like the original Sonic, you know? I, at least that was funny. Like, this is, I think that that's maybe what I'm missing with this is that Sonic's design was so bad that it was hilarious. I, I actually, I have a good punishment for this if we could just move on to something that actually matters. Yeah. Uh, they should give Clifford big human teeth like they did for the original Sonic and human eyes. Just like a couple human features. Just make the design worse. Yeah, just make it like uncanny <laughs> enough where it's like, at least it's funny, you know? It, well, like, they already... Like, it looks like they did that thing where they, uh, like, CGI his mouth sort of thing, and that's oh. pretty uncanny, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of disturbing. Speaking of disturbing, how about another topic? <sighs> yeah, another topic. Um, I got an update on Van Morrison. Oh, he's in. He's in the zeitgeist. He's in the zeitgeist. He's in the Thought Cops lore. Uh, the low-res, are you, do you know what Van Morrison did a couple months ago? couple weeks ago i don't know it doesn't matter no i didn't even know van morrison was still around to be honest with you he's still around and uh last time we talked about him on the show uh he he wrote like a a collection he wrote an ep of like three songs that were anti-lockdown songs which is okay just one of those things where it's just like is this that noteworthy of a thing you know, he's not alone. What was it? Like, Right Said Fred or something? A couple of UK musicians were doing anti-lockdown music. Uh, maybe Judas right. Priest? I don't know. I, 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 I'm getting these all fucked up, but continue. Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, I, I don't remember who else, but as of this week or as of, I think, maybe even today, uh, he and Eric Clapton got together and teamed up for a song called, called Stand and Deliver, which is... I don't know. That's that's it. That's the news. That's that's the update. Yeah. I don't know if there's more to say about it than that. Just so a bunch of people are hating on Eric Clapton, which is funny. And I I don't I don't care. It's it's just a weird thing to as as a musician. As a musician. You know, I'm a musician. Uh just like, yeah, who who cares? I guess that's one way to get ahead. Make a song about something topical insanely topical that's a good point maybe yeah. i should do that hey you learned something from the greats huh yeah yeah so i i was gonna say I, I the whole time you're talking i was trying to think of like a funny song parody like tears in heaven layla that was like right. related to the virus and i got nothing so uh my time's allotted and i will leave it to someone else to punish it <laughs> tears uh, from covid how's that beautiful uh, well, we could do better. encore encore <laughs> uh instead of an encore let's move on to something else yes. um please uh Chappelle's show um it was up on netflix i guess for a day and then Chappelle called for it to be removed uh lorez i know you were talking about this you probably know more about this than i do but i'll probably google it as you're talking um so that uh, i know I mean, I, I'm not especially well versed on on the situation, but he released a something like an 18 minute, quote unquote, comedy special on, uh, right. on Netflix. Seems like they'll just like let him put out whatever he wants to to fulfill his contract. And there weren't really any jokes, and it. it was just him explaining how he got fucked over by uh, Paramount or whoever owns Comedy Central in right. the year like 2004 or whatever. And uh, I had, uh, I put out a tweet just just kind of saying I mean it seems kind of whiny I mean look look I I love Dave Chappelle I don't I don't think he's declined at all in his comedy but mm-hmm. uh, to put out an eighteen minute special on Netflix just talking about money you're owed I mean I, I have plenty of people uh, that that owe me money I'm not making a big fuss about it in the public sphere uh, now is he entitled to that money Of course of course if you if you're working. Uh, and deliver an outstanding product like Chappelle's show. I like Chappelle's show. Then you should be compensated appropriately. But I don't know. I don't know. Something about it just, eh. It, it is weird. You mentioned it's like 18 minutes long. Uh, I is that was, the whole thing? Him being like, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And yeah. someone like linked to it and they're like, here, if you want to find out what happened, watch this video. And I saw that it was 18 minutes long, and I was like, I am not going to watch this video. Yeah. No, nah, I'm good. I, good I don't have time. Like, you know who else needs money? Me. I would love right, some Right, money. exactly. Yeah, so in, in the midst <laughs> of this 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 coronavirus and the lockdown where people are losing their jobs, he's going to make, you know, right. he's going to stand on his soapbox and be like, well, pay me for Chappelle's show. 
long after the fact. Like, can we just run a check on his net worth at the moment? Is this really a high priority? I don't know. I I think I I understand it from a perspective of like getting sort of jilted, you know, like uh I, I was watching uh, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, but I was watching the the last dance uh on Netflix, uh which is everybody knows is not a uh reality TV show about dancing, but it's rather the uh the uh documentary about the the Chicago Bulls final season. And one of the episodes, like each episode more or less sort of does a little bit more of a deeper dive into each player from the team. And they were talking about um, Scottie Pippen and how Scottie Pippen signed like a real terrible contract at the beginning of his playing. And it it was like a long-term contract and he made like no money and how like the final season he got like a surgery, like he, he got surgery right before the final season so that he would be out so that they'd be sort of worried, you know, like the management who was refusing to pay him more money. And he was like, I know it's the wrong thing to do, but, uh, fuck him. And I, I sort of get from like a, a, a prideful standpoint being like, yeah, you people like fucked me out of this sort of thing. And like to the extent where it's like, yeah, maybe it's not, I don't think it's about like the money necessarily, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember like around that time he had completely left the industry. Yeah, I, like, I think it was something about that. It was like the final season and he just like dipped out. Mm-hmm. And I can't I can't remember I remember it when it happened, but I can't remember I can't recall anything else about it. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was, yeah. It was like what, two thousand five? Something like that. I don't know. But here we are in twenty twenty and we're still talking about it. So let's do something about it. They should uh they should put it on HBO Max. They should put it on the Criterion because collection. Because fuck the yes. Criterion collection. <laughs> oh, right. Well. I want I want the soundbite to be played on reddit.com. And maybe people can check out, you know, all of the stuff we do, all the all the great <laughs> content we make. Uh fuck Criterion collection and uh the font looks ugly. Yeah. There I said it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, uh, all right, so I'll, I'll, I'll give, uh, I'll give the both of you a choice. Um, oh, no. <laughs> we can talk about Sherwin Williams fires massively popular TikTok star who was using the platform to promote their brand or more animal crossing shit. Uh, certain hairstyle is racist. Uh, somebody got doxxed. I don't oh, know boy. enough about the Sherwin Williams thing and I'm kind of curious. Yeah, let's let's go with that one. I like that one. Yeah. All right. Um. So I don't know much about it either, but I do have. <laughs> Welcome uh, to thought. I Cops. do have a, an article that I'm going to read right now. Um. Hold on. Actually, they're not letting me read the article because uh I have ad block on. So hold on one second. Um. Sherwin Williams TikTok. This is. This is how the fucking sausage is made. I'm a very big Sherwin Williams fan, so I'm very <laughs> curious about say, how this is going to turn out. <laughs> this could this could crush us. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, article that I'm reading in the chat. So I guess mother these fucking pop ups. So, like you said, uh, you're a very big uh, Sherwin Williams fan. Well, you might have found out about Sher- Sherwin Williams. <laughs> Sherman Williams? Sherwin Williams. Sherwin Williams is, he's a a paint man. He he does paints and you might have found out about him. I'm more of a Dutch boy fan. uh, (laughs) You might have found out about him because of uh, his TikTok. So there's, there's a guy, Tony Piloseno. Uh, a senior student at Ohio State University who was a part-time employee at a local Sherwin-Williams store. And um, he he was, I guess, trying to, like, enhance Sherwin-Williams social media presence. So, he, he like, made videos of him mixing paint uh, on his, like, TikTok page. And it just sort of blew up because a lot of people... It, it's like those uh, how things are made type shows where it's like i don't know how the fuck people make paint you know like i know that they do it 
but I don't know like how. I don't we'll know the watch, mechanisms. Like, all, the, all the cans moved down the assembly line. They yeah. all get filled up. You it's, know, yeah, it's, it's very satisfying. Extremely satisfying. Mm-hmm. And so we made this page, and I guess it just like blew up, and a bunch of people were uh, were you know watching it and like getting very uh, involved in it or whatever. Uh, and he had a ton of followers. And then Sherwin Williams accused him of stealing. And said that he couldn't film videos in store when customers were around, and they fired him. Good, good, just dessert. If you if you ask me, I love it when a a good corporation fires somebody over benign actions online. That's that's my favorite thing. Right, and I guess not even like benign, but like he was advertising for them, like he was yes. doing a favor for them. Exactly. Nobody asked so, for that. So now he's learned his lesson. Hopefully he won't do it again. Yeah. Well, storm unfor- policy. Unfortunately for you, uh, he did get a job at a rival paint company. Oh, no. <laughs> Was it Dutch Boy? Uh, I'm looking it up. I don't know. I can't remember who. Um, hold on. It's it's somewhere. Now in the here. anticipation is killing me. See if if the one article that I had would let me read it. I would I would have an answer for you. Um. Motherfucker, where it says somewhere in here that he got a new job. This well, I just Googled paint services, and uh, the first one to come up was Proline Paint Services in South Weymouth, Weymouth Massachusetts. So we could just assume it might be that. Some other um, distributor, distributor. You know, it, at this point, I'm so uninterested by the story, I'm completely fine assuming that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, th- this entire this entire story was so boring it's like watching paint dry i'll say it's pretty good thank you so maybe that should be uh sherwin williams new tiktok program is just that is hard to say isn't it sherwin sherwin williams too many w's per uh, watching their product dry Hmm. maybe uh you want to subscribe to that or not right fuck criterion collection it's good to have That's, some backup on this show. Nobody else is saying that right now. Really <laughs> saying what everybody's not thinking. Not enough people are. I'm trying to get ahead, man. Let's move right along to Key to the City, which is something nice, something positive, something cool we saw this week that was good. My Key to the City this week goes to the short film One Gotta Go on YouTube. It was made by uh, two former guests of the show, Ben Flores and Sarah Black. Do you see that one, Grant? I did not. Uh, should we watch it or is it too long? No, it's like 10 minutes long. But it, it, I would just like uh, look up Limited Breadsticks on Twitter, uh, Ben Flores, something on his YouTube channel. It's called One Gotta Go. It's a short horror film about the One Gotta Go meme. And it sounds crazy, but it, it was like one of the funniest things I've seen in months. That sounds up my alley. I'd it was, check it out. Yeah, highly recommend that. Um, give Ben a subscription on YouTube or whatever the hell. Whatever, whatever it is you kids are doing. Uh, TikTok, maybe, uh, if you're not busy on Sherwin-Williams' account, maybe you could check out this good video, One Gotta Go. Uh, but Lowrez, uh, Key to the City, what, what do you got for us this week? Lay it out, give us something nice. Sure. Uh, can I give it to somebody who is deceased? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we do it all the time. Okay, great. Uh, there's this movie we just watched on, uh, you know, we, I, I've been doing this weekly program on Twitch called, uh, Civic TV, where we'll just, we'll sit and we'll watch an obscure piece of media, of film. And mm. this past week we did, uh, a movie called Roar from 1981. And, um, the whole story behind this, this movie is insane. It was a guy who I believe was married to Tippi Hedren. Uh, who was the star of the birds and all these Alfred Hitchcock films in the sixties. Yeah. And he just bought like a hundred tigers. He just bought a hundred lions and tigers and all sorts of stuff and decided to make a movie with them where he, they would just attack him and his family and his daughter and his son and, uh, some actors outside. And the, the lions and the tigers actually bit into these people and, and, uh, you know, scalped them and, and this and that. And it, it took seven years to make this movie. It was insane. It was insane to watch this movie roar. Uh, the guy who I'm giving the key to the city to, I don't even know the name of. Let me just run a quick Google search. Uh, he's the writer, director, star. And if you guys haven't seen this movie, it's, it's absolutely worth a watch. Yeah, that, that sounds really interesting. It's like when you got the money to blow on tigers and lions and, uh, oh, by the way, oh my, I had to say it. <laughs> uh, you got to make a movie out of it or make some kind of content out of it. That's, uh, that's my motto in life. Right. You got time to waste? Make some content. Yeah. 
It's no a great reason role. not to. Noel um, Marshall. That's that's the, na- the name of uh, the director of the film. No, had to Marshall. sell his estate just to save his lines because t- they kept wandering out into the neighborhood and they kept getting called. So Jesus. they had to put them into a sanctuary. And then Marshall was just like, you know, it's going to be cheaper if I just buy the sanctuary as opposed to paying the rent fee each month. So they were living out in trailers while making this movie, while getting attacked by their own giant pets. Really something, oh really something to marvel over. I mean, you got to be really bored to just like buy a wilderness full of uh, wild animals to hunt, basically hunt you down. Like you got that much time and money. You like, I, I'm so bored. I love to be hunted. Well, it's like, uh, did did either of you see that fucking Tiger King shit? No, no, I skipped that. I I watched it basically just because people kept talking about it. I that, I, I usually, didn't watch it because of that. Usually, I don't. Um. And well, that was during the quarantine, and it's just like there's nothing else to do. Like, let me just fucking let me check it out. Um, but the right. the main takeaway from that show is that like these people, you you said like, oh, you must be really bored to want to like keep these types of animals. I don't think that they're bored. They're fucking insane. These people are goddamn lunatics every single one of them they're all like just the worst people you've ever every single person that's like oh i'm gonna own a giant animal is the worst person they've all killed people (laughs) they're all like rapists and murderers i will go on record this is a hundred percent true they're all it's it's the worst and they would have like they would play certain um certain people like back and forth like oh this person thinks that this person's evil and they would try and portray one guy to be like the good guy or this person's the bad guy or you know whatever and it's just like no they're all fucking nuts they're all insane and they all need to be put down in minecraft the the people not not the tigers right Right, the tigers are fine. That, I mean, okay. yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta be some kind of fucking crazy to. Yeah, it's like we're not, and the you way can't that, take of an animal. You can't take care of an animal like that. The way that they would talk about, yeah, because they don't care about taking care of them. I mean, a lot of these people would just like they they would like just kill a bunch of them, like and like bury their carcasses, which is actually how that Joe Exotic guy like got uh, like arrested or whatever the fuck, um, or that was like part of. Part of, like, the many things that were filed against him was, like, he was, you know, oh, look look at these cute baby tigers, and then he'd, like, kill ten of them. And it's just, like, so you don't even uh, care about them, but the way that they would talk about them is that they're, like, oh, the, the power of these majestic animals. And it's just, like, you don't get some sort of spiritual enlightenment from owning a thing that belongs in a jungle somewhere. Right. Yeah, that's like freak behavior. Yeah, it is. It, it's the highest form of elitism is is allowing a a, a lion to bite into you, <laughs> right? Uh, so before, hold on a second, so we cut this part. I before you uh, get to the next segment, uh, my key to the city this week oh. goes to. <laughs> okay, let me let me retake that. My key to the city this week goes to um, the Greek town restaurant Rodidis, uh, which went bankrupt and died for our sins uh, so that they could open a pot shop in what was remaining of the building. So, uh, uh, right across the street from me, just fucking right. Kevin's opening the window and looking at Rodidis, and that will be a pot shop. And I will never leave this block. Ever. I was going to say, yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to die here. Uh so I guess there's a new name for Neo Greek Town, uh, more like Neo Green Town. Oh boy, Zwick cut the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, delete this episode. We have gone too far. Start over. Uh, but yeah, if uh, let's move on to. So, I got him. Fuck it, Zwick it's, cut that. Mis- I'm, <laughs> cut I'm, that I'm mis- the same fucking plane as you. Thirty percent of this episode is going to wind up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> cut all my fucking mistakes my life's a fucking mistake uh before we get to our final segment of the show which is of course our voicemails from the wonderful listeners of the show uh low rise plug everything you got man your youtube channel anywhere we can find any of your currently existing content and where we can find any of your future content to be released soon okay uh well i i'm only gonna plug my instagram which is just low rise one the bread and the spelling all that you know, I, uh, I, I've really doomed myself with, you know, 
with all that. Uh, just just do your best. Type in Lores. I might come up. Otherwise, uh, twitch.tv slash Lores Wonderbread. Those are the two platforms that make me happiest is Instagram and Twitch. My, I mean, I'm only thriving on Facebook, which is stupid and ridiculous. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, because you had a really big Facebook page. And I, I haven't gone on Facebook much recently, but you were like one of the last reasons I would go on that website. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I've for whatever reason... Twitch, I, I, I'm still growing that, so that you know the, the ruling is out as to you know how that'll turn out. Uh, Twitter, I'm nobody, but Facebook, I'm a king. It's it's like uh, it's same with me moving to New York, right in the, the the heap of all this destruction and terribleness. I, I just rise from the ashes and sit on top of the the throne of trash. Uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of my spot on Facebook. It seems to be doing very well for whatever reason. For dead platform. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you're the only page that I interact with. I I go on there and I like comment on a post and then I disappear for months. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Don't get too wrapped up in Facebook, any of these platforms, really, because right. it'll just yeah. result in extreme mental illness. Yeah, I mean, just listen to Thought Cops. We'll sum it up for you. Yeah, tell you what you're missing you and save yeah. out the. Uh... I have gotten that comment from a lot of people that are just like, man. You're like some people, some sick fucks that listen to this show. You know, when John Stewart would be like, uh, people would be like, you know, uh, young people nowadays, people that are in their 20s say that they get their news from you. And he's like, oh boy, please don't. It's just a comedy show. Oh, uh, tugs collar. Some, some sick fucks that listen to this show are like, I get all my news from thought cops. And I'm like, why? <laughs> no, well, don't. Specific to the kind of stuff we talk about, though, I do think a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't want to spend hours and hours online, but I would like to hear about what I'm missing. Right. And it sounds terrible, but at least those boys are so lovable. It's true. It's our our personalities carry the entire show because the content is absolute garbage. Yeah. And the <laughs> hey, the guests are great too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's that's <laughs> the most lovable people I know. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, well, like I said, well, let's get to those listener voicemails from those people we love so much. Give us a call. 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. And without further ado, let us have a listen together. This is the Discord news for this week. <laughs> this week, an anonymous member of the Discord revealed he had COVID, which led to a long, non-lift conversation in lifts. Stay yeah. safe, everyone. In hashtag TalkCops, a live video stream was proposed for $5 <laughs> on our patrons. We personally feel this would be worth it, if not solely to see Kevin's expressions of grief and self-loathing <laughs> as he fumbles through jokes and asks Zwip to cut them. <laughs> that doesn't in happen. Gamer Americans, Starlit Alpha and Sleep Science made it a point to argue about the rules of the popular card game Uno. Everyone else watched in awe of how it was possible to argue about something that meaningless as the bar for meaninglessness in the server is already pretty low. Yeah. yeah. IO Netrunner posted an article about how the popular Netflix show The Queen's Gambit caused the rise of chessboard sales and tagged John Luke R. Word, asking him if he's getting into chess now too, forgetting that he is literally R. Worded. In hashtag lifts, Kevin announced that he lost 25 pounds since July. Congratulations, King. Thank you. An early Friday King. greeting due to the American holiday quickly devolved into sleep science being compared to Bagel Boss. Truly amazing how everything eventually comes back to sleep science being short. This week in art, Jean-Luc Tard posted some nice pictures <laughs> from his train ride. Very keno. After posting last week's episode, it came to light that the theme song was missing. Boy, I really hope someone got fired for that blunder. <laughs> Sadly, a good chunk of the server has been contacted by the CDC regarding new symptoms of the virus. Stay strong, babes. In a nondescript channel, people started tagging sleep science when the topic of Movie Bob came up, to which he said he was tired of being known as the Movie Bob Defender. This reporter doesn't remember exactly where or when this occurred, but perhaps if he gave up the Movie Bob ghost, it wouldn't happen. In hashtag outrage, a bunch of white people argued about black people's hair. That's all you really need to know. Fair enough. In hashtag Hong Kong cartoons, the anime topic channel, Son of Emmerich posted Gundams. <laughs> this week's Discord news has been presented to you by IO Netrunner and Fendi, uh, I mean, Yosef. Oh, okay. I was wondering who did the voice. Uh, something of the a German little German off. I, I, had a feel, I, I had a feeling it was going to be slime. Who uh, will yeah. be on, He'll be on the show next week, so that's something to look forward to. Huh. 
wonder if he'll do the German accent the whole time. That'll be good. Uh, that, that was always, that's always a, uh, a good yeah, a uh, good little segment there. You know, for those who want to be a little more in depth, we got our own miniature news segment. The Discord really has taken on a life of its own. It's been amazing to watch. Yeah, I mean, if you want to listen to people yell about Movie Bob or yell at you about Movie Bob, that's yeah. what I live for. Yeah. But that's only sometimes, though. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I, I know some people don't know this, but you don't have to be a patron to be in the Discord. It's free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would say, I don't know how to, how the hell do we even, like, read off the URL, the, uh, exp- the link mean, it, that doesn't it expire? Changes, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, go to, like, the Twitter account or whatever, and it's it's in the, like, the the little link tree or whatever the fuck. It's, if it's not there, DM us, for God's yeah, just, sakes. We'll get you in. Yeah. It's like an exclusive club. Hey. This is uh this is Ston from Sewer City TV. Hey, whoa! I uh, just want to say what's up to my boys Kevin. What's up, my boy Lil Res Wonderbread? Not gonna say your real name on here. Not gonna say what kind of food you eat. But my message is for Grant. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, how about I come up there? Come up to Chicago. I'm in I'm in Wichita, Kansas right now. Docs. Chicago ain't that far away. Okay. It's about, it's about like a, not even six hour, a six hour drive, probably something like that. I don't know. I say, you fucking pay me. No. Pay for my gas. I come up there and no. we shoot a couple of videos together and stuff that are going to make us all famous. Mm. And then uh, me and you go toe to toe, three rounds in the ring. What do you think about that? I'll Yeah, I'll do it. I think uh, after I saw that last uh, Be Nice to Me Productions video <laughs> where you had no shirt and just a tie. You're famous. I want to see damn. you in a boxing ring with big fucking hot pink mitts in the tie, in the tie, just wearing it's a nothing for punishment, I guess all. so. Just cock out. <laughs> um, and me and you go toe-to-toe. I'll be in full combat gear. Um, <laughs> but you are That's just your best bet, yeah. And then a uh, loser gets fucked in the ass. How does that? How does that sound? It sounds like a, a I porn. Think, uh, I think you could make for some. Sounds like content. you pitching me your content and for I would love porno to uh, punch you in the face and kiss you on the mouth. What's this? One of one of my ex girlfriends. <laughs> he's, he's got the right idea, though. He's, he's turning it into content. His weird sexual fantasy regarding you. Yeah, that is what? content. Porn is a content. Yeah, yeah. He started that off like uh, like some kind of voicemail from like the Riddler in Batman. Like that seemed <laughs> vaguely threatening to me. Like, oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say your name. I'm not gonna say where you live or where you sleep or what you eat. He's 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 a fun guy, Stan. I like him. Yeah, he's nice. He seems like a good boy. Yeah, we were talking about doing some uh, videos with him. Oh yeah, I, I didn't even mention, but your uh, your anime review. Uh, the Cowboy Bebop anime review was very mm. good. It was very funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. I yeah. love Cowboy Bebop. Anyone who loves Cowboy Bebop should go check that out right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Sewer uh, City TV. Yeah, Sewer City TV. Uh, Low Res Wonder Bread reviews Cowboy Bebop. Uh, just search it. You'll find it. It's it's very good. It's short. It's like a minute 30 or something. Yep, yep. I mean, what's there to say about Cowboy Bebop that hasn't been said already, you know? Exactly. Like, keep it nice and concise. Hey, Thought Cops, I am Netrunner here, and this week my two minutes of hate and my key to the city go to Easter eggs in video games. When you're roaming the medieval countryside and you come across a bonfire with a sword stuck in it, and you know it's a Dark Souls reference, you kind of smile at that. You gotta be a gamer to get that But when you're in the middle of a modern-day city and you're going down an alley... And you come across a bonfire with a sword stuck in it, and you know it's a Dark Souls reference, you get kind of annoyed. <laughs> Personally, I think Easter eggs go better when they match the tone of the game they're in, and not so much when they're shoehorned in like that. If they can find a way to make the Easter egg fit the tone better, maybe that's fine. I don't know what the cyberpunk version of a bonfire with a sword sticking out of it would be, but try better, guys. Not not you guys, the developer guys. Oh, thanks. You we'll guys are doing great. Keep it up. Yeah. Thanks. I, I do like Easter eggs in video games. I like Easter eggs in any media. You know what I like? Easter eggs. They're delicious. They are delicious. Cadbury yeah. creams. Oh, Ooh, boy. Man, I could go for one of those. Yeah. Uh, my favorite video game Easter egg of all time is in Super Mario RPG. Uh, right. If you go If you go to one of the hotels and you yeah. wake up, Samus is in the bed the next morning. 
and you're like, what the heck? Samus from Metroid in Super Mario RPG? Right. Link's in one of them, too. That's right. Yeah. And then there's the thing with the, like, the dildo that you find in Peach's drawer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a huge Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if um, this counts as an Easter egg, but I remember... Uh, in Resident Evil 2, for I think like Nintendo 64, you could play as a block of tofu. Yeah. I remember that. There was like a cheat code. Oh, yeah. I was big on that. I loved playing as uh, as the tofu in that game. Yeah, or like uh, Banjo-Kazooie, you could play as a washing machine. I don't remember that. You had to like uh, go to the sandcastle and type in this long code. and oh. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Uh, Grant, favorite Easter egg? And I'm not talking about uh, hard-boiled nothing. <sighs> I, I think that that's probably one of even though that's sort of like a normie thing is to be like, uh, did you know that uh, did Peach, you know? Ha- Peach has a vibrator in in her drawer and uh, in Super Mario RPG, but it it's like it's fun. Mm-hmm. So that's probably it. I like to be reminded of other things I like when I'm consuming something I like. It's a good point. Yeah, unless like you said, it's out of place. Or it's too, it's become too trite because right. what is it? I can imagine that like every game is going to have like oh Dark Souls, you know we we know you guys like that, and of course nothing can be like entirely genuine anymore. So mm. yeah, maybe don't have that in the what do you say an alleyway of a right? Yeah, get like or do do something like creative that sort of makes you think a little bit, you know? Yeah, like yeah, instead of a sword being stuck in a rock, maybe it's a gun stuck in a rock. Like that wouldn't be. <laughs> like too outside of the norm and it's you could look at it crazy yeah you could look at it and be like oh is this supposed to be like this and then there would be an article on polygon.com where the creator of the game says yes that is a reference and everyone goes whoa they confirmed it whoa. and it's like the title of the article is like so and so confirms whether or not yeah, it's like just exactly save me a click and it, it you just know? like doesn't matter yeah at all uh speaking of that um, Speaking of things not mattering, uh, <laughs> that's the end of the show. Yeah. Wow, we made it. Thanks, Lorez, for coming on. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. again for coming back, dude. I, I love doing the show it. with you guys, and honestly, very well timed because my bladder is about to explode right now. So, oh, perfect. We did yes. it. Reddit. <laughs> uh, well, everybody, go ahead and support the show if you'd like. Throw us a few bucks, get some extra content over at patreoncom thoughtcops. Give us a call, leave a voicemail. We want to get some new blood in the show. We heard some new stuff this week, which is exciting. 312-788-7361 or send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Laura's, I'm going to let you piss. I'm going to take a piss. Grant. I'm going to sit here and rub my temples. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Thanks again. Thanks again.